Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 7 of the Konoha Companion. This is Joshua. I'm your Konoha Companion. And on this episode, we're going to be covering season 1, episode 7 of Naruto, entitled The Assassin of the Mist. There's a brief description of the episode that goes, Naruto and his squad arrive in the Land of Waves and learn that an evil businessman named Gato has taken over the land. It starts with Squad 7 and Tazuna being towed along by a boatman through some really, really thick fog, which Sakura even remarks on, and the boatman says that the destination is just up ahead. Just in this moment, Naruto squints real hard, and a huge bridge comes into view. It's pretty modern construction, there's cranes, steel beams, pretty neat to see construction in this space. Naruto yells, whoa, it's huge. The boatman shushes him and tells him, I told you no noise. Why do you think we're traveling like this, huh? Cutting off the engine and rowing, moving through the dense fog so they don't see us and Naruto literally covers his mouth with his, with his hands. Kakashi says to Tazuna, Before we reach the pier, I want to ask you something. The men who are after you, I need to know why. If you don't tell us, I'm afraid I'll have to end this mission when we drop you ashore. At this point, the title screen comes in and says, uh, The Assassin of the Mist. Tazuna grunts and thinks for a second and remarks, I have no choice but to tell you, no, I want you to know the truth. Like you said, this is beyond the scope of the original mission. The one who seeks my life is a very short businessman who casts a very long and deadly shadow. Kakashi questions, a deadly shadow? Hmm, who is it? Tazuna goes on to say, you know him. Or at least, I'm certain you've heard his name before. He's one of the wealthiest men in the world. The shipping magnate Gato. Kakashi responds surprisedly, Huh? Gato? Of Gato Transport? He's a business leader. Everyone knows him. Naruto obviously doesn't know who this person is. Tazuna goes on to explain that Gato is a very powerful tycoon from a famous family, that's true. But below the surface, with the same ruthless methods he uses to take over businesses and nations, he sells drugs and contraband, using gangs and ninja. It was one year ago when Gato first set his sights on the Land of Waves. He came to our island and used his vast wealth to take total control of our transport and shipping. Anyone who tried to stand in his way was simply disappeared. In an island nation, the man who controls the sea controls everything. Finance, government, our very lives. But there's only one thing he fears. The bridge. When it is complete, it will join us to the land and that will break his control. And I am the bridge builder. And so that was a lot. To kind of sum it up, Gato is a little bitty short businessman, Napoleon Complex. He bought up all the industry in uh, the Land of Waves, which is a small uh, ocean-locked island nation. 
uh, and he rolled buying up all the industry into taking over the finance and the government in the land. Uh, and with that, he was clipping the competition and any do-gooders uh, and anybody who could basically cause him to lose his iron grip, right? Um, he wants to kill the bridge builder because the bridge is a threat to his iron grip. So Gato needs there to be no bridge builder so that there will be no bridge so that there will be no broken iron grip. Sakura pieces it together at this point and says aloud, so that's it. Since you're in charge of the bridge, you're standing in this gangster's way. Sasuke adds, that means those guys we fought in the forest, they were working for Gato. Naruto kind of confusedly scratches his head and at this point Kakashi remarks, I don't understand. If you knew he was dangerous and knew he'd send ninja to eliminate you, why did you hide that from us? Tazuna explains, it's because the land of waves is a small, impoverished nation. Even our nobles have little money. The common people who are building this bridge, they can't afford to pay for an A or B ranked mission. It's too expensive. If uh, you end the mission, when you drop me ashore, there'll be no bridge. They'll assassinate me before I reach home. He then goes on in the most sarcastic tone, but don't feel bad about that, of course. My sweet little grandson will be upset. He'll cry, granddad, I want my granddad. He continues, oh, and my daughter will condemn the ninja of the hidden leaf, denouncing and blaming you for abandoning her father and leaving him, uh, leave, leaving her to live a life of sorrow. The kids are all obviously being gutted by hearing all of this. Tazanek continues, oh well, it's not your fault. Forget it. In Squad 7, all groans, and Kakashi scratches his headband and announces, well, I guess we have no other choice. I guess we'll have to keep guarding you. Tazana at this point extends his gratitude, but then looks back at us, the viewers, and breaks the fourth wall and throws up a peace sign and thinks uh, to himself, I win. The boatman announces that they're approaching the shore. He then tells Tazana, we've been very fortunate nobody's noticed us so far. And Tazana tells him, nice going, and they enter a very long tunnel. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, and as they exit the tunnel, the fog is gone and the land of waves is revealed. It's sunny and beautiful. There are neat trees that emerge out of the water that have like wide sprawling root systems. There are houses and docks all around. And the boatman drops everyone off at the dock and wishes them good luck and tells them he doesn't go any further than this. Tazenda thanks him for taking such a risk and the boatman responds, just be careful. Tazana then demands Squad 7 get him home in one piece at once. As they're walking, Kakashi thinks to himself, the next ninja they send won't be Chunin, they'll be Jonin, elite ninja with deadly skills. As they're walking along, Naruto looks at Sasuke and thinks to himself, I'm not letting Sasuke get all the glory this time. Believe it. 
Naruto runs ahead of the group and stops like something has his attention and throws a kunai off to the side. Everybody watching is obviously wondering what he's throwing the kunai at. And at that point, Naruto announces that it was just a mouse. Everybody kind of groans. And Sakura yells at him that uh, everyone can see through his act. And Kakashi tells him those kunai knife are dangerous. And Tazuna yells at Naruto to quit trying to scare me, you scruffy little dwarf. Naruto continues to exclaim and point out in uh, all different directions that they're hiding. And he suddenly throws another kunai knife into another bush. Sakura smacks Naruto in the back of the head and gets him to stop. But Naruto demands that someone really is following them. While this is happening, Kakashi wanders off to where Naruto threw his kunai and discovers a little white rabbit laying terrified on the ground, uh, laying just barely beneath where Naruto's kunai had landed in a tree. Uh, in a tree. Sakura demands Naruto uh, look at what he did, and Naruto walks up and pleads and apologizes to the rabbit and gives it a hug. And it's just like a really sweet, innocent moment, right? Like he never wanted to hurt the rabbit, and he saw he scared the rabbit, and so he had to give it love. He's right. He's a sweet kid. Never wanted to do any harm to a rabbit. At this point, Kakashi thinks to himself, that's a snow rabbit, but the color. They're only white during the winter, when the days are short and there's little sunlight. This rabbit was raised indoors, away from the light, which could only be for one purpose, a replacement technique. In this moment, it shows Zabuza in a tree watching this all transpire, and Kakashi goes on to think, so they're already here. Kakashi takes a quick gaze around, and it cuts back to Zabuza who thinks, no wonder the demon brothers failed at their mission. It's the copy ninja from the village hidden in the leaves, Kakashi of the Sharingan. It's wild that Zabuza like literally knows Kakashi on sight. Uh, I wonder what the deal is with that. I wonder if like how these guys know, like, how he possibly know him. Uh, Why do you call him the copy ninja? I don't think at this point we've experienced anything that would allude to him being a copy ninja. And also, what's the Sharingan? Right? I don't think that there's been any mention of the Sharingan. I don't believe that any of us know what the Sharingan is at this point if we're watching it from the start. It's cool to know that uh, the two that they took out earlier are the Demon Brothers. They actually have a name. They're not just like random dudes. They're the Demon Brothers. I wonder what happened to those guys and if they'll make another appearance. Uh, last we saw, they were tied up to a tree and we never really saw anything else. I wonder if they like went to ninja jail or like if Kakashi just like offed them right there or like what the deal is. Zabuza throws his sword helicopter style at the group and they all have to duck to keep from getting slashed and the sword sticks in a tree and Zabuza lands on the hilt of the sword and Naruto witnessing this thinks to himself here it is my chance to shine believe it 
And he glares over at Sasuke and he goes on to think, I'm ready this time. I'm not going to lose out to Sasuke. Kakashi casually proclaims, well, 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 if it isn't Zabuza Momuchi, rogue ninja from the village hidden in the mist. And so, real quick, at this point, we can tell that the demon brothers and Zabuza aren't working for the hidden mist, right? They're just former hidden mist ninja who keep their headband on, who are out doing rogue shit. We, so, unfortunately, we don't get the big what happens when missions between villages contradict showdown that I was hoping for and that I had alluded to last time. But maybe something like that will come up in the future. At this point, Naruto thinks, Rogue Ninja, whatever. Nothing's going to stop me. Ready? Go. And he sprints directly at Zabuza. And Kakashi stops him and tells him, You're in the way. Get back. And Naruto yells, but why? And Kakashi explains, he's not like those other ninja. He's in a whole other league. If he's our opponent, I'll need this. And he reaches up to lift his headband, and the squadlings all gasp as he does this, right? No one's ever seen his left eye. It's always been under his headband. And Kakashi continues, this could be treacherous. And Zabuza, still standing on the hilt of his sword... Uh, back to the squad, asks, Kakashi of the Sharingan Eye, did I get that right? And this makes Sasuke gasp and look at Kakashi. And Zabuza continues, it's too bad, huh? But you'll have to hand over the old man. The standoff continues, and Naruto and Sakura both wonder about the Sharingan, if it's some special power, or what is it? And Kakashi yells, now quick, Manji formation, protect the bridge builder and stay out of this fight. I taught you teamwork, now it's time to use it. Kakashi then raises his headband, revealing the left eye. And it's uh, it's red, and it has a pattern to it, and he proclaims, I'm ready. Right, And this is the same eye pattern that was in Sasuke's flashback when he was describing the certain someone that he's going to destroy whenever they were all introducing themselves to Kakashi initially, right? So there's some some, some dots being connected right, right here that we're seeing. Uh, we can conclude that the person Sasuke wants to destroy also possesses the Sharingan. And although at this point we have no idea what the Sharingan eye actually is, right? We just know that it's like a special thing. Zabuza sees the reveal of the Sharingan and goes, well, looks like I'll get to see the Sharingan in action. This is an honor. Naruto has a meltdown for not knowing what the Sharingan is, and Sasuke chimes in that the Sharingan is a rare power that resides in the eye. The user of this visual jutsu, or dojutsu, can instantly see and comprehend any genjutsu, taijutsu and ninjutsu and reflect the attack back on the attacker the sharingan is a special rare form of dojutsu however there's more to the sharingan than that a lot more and zabuza chimes in you got that right boy but you only scratched the surface the sharingan can analyze an opponent's technique and then copy it to the smallest detail and at this point, the thought, the fog thickens, right? 
Zabuza continues, as for you, Jonin, in the in the assassination unit of the Hidden Mist, we had a standing order to destroy you on sight. Your profile was in our bingo book. It called you the man who copied over a thousand jutsu, Kakashi the Copy Ninja. And so real quick, Sasuke obviously knows all about the Sharingan, right? Which is interesting that he's the only one who really knows all about it out of the squadlings. And um, they, the bingo book, right? Zabuza has a bingo book, which is basically a, a book that goes over all the ninja and how valuable they are, dead or alive, and who will pay for them, basically, right? Um, so, you know, rogue ninjas, the, the villages will pay for the rogue ninjas to be brought in, and bad guy criminal units will pay for top-tier, you know, good guy people to be brought in like Kakashi, right? Sakura thinks to herself, what is Kakashi Sensei, is Kakashi Sensei such a famous ninja? Naruto chimes in, wow, that's so cool. And Sasuke thinks to himself, wait a minute. The Sharingan is a rare trait that only occurs in a few members of the Uchiha clan, my clan. And he stares at Kakashi and thinks, could he be? And this is real interesting, right? Um, because Sasuke is the last of his clan. The Sharingan is a unique thing to the Uchiha. How does Kakashi Hatake possess the Sharingan if he's Kakashi Hatake, not Kakashi Uchiha, right? And I think that's what uh, Sasuke is being so mind-blown about right now. Is he's, he's wrapping his head around the idea that Kakashi Hatake is rocking a Sharingan, which is a particular daujutsu that the Uchiha possess, right? So it's all, it's all getting convoluted, even for these guys who understand it, right? So it can definitely be a little confusing for someone who's listening the first time. So, yeah, to make it short... The, the Sharingan is a special thing that the Uchiha have. Only a few of the Uchiha have it, and somehow this guy who isn't even a Uchiha has it. Right? We're going to see what the deal is with that in the future, potentially. Zabuza announces, Enough talking, I need to eliminate that old man now. And the squadlings surround Tazuna. Zabuza says, So I'll have to eliminate you first, eh, Kakashi? So be it. And he leaps from the tree and lands on the water. And he stands in a particular pose and the water starts to turn to mist and swirl all around him. Kakashi remarks that he's building a tremendous amount of chakra. And in this moment, Zabuza says, ninja art, hidden mist, jutsu, and vanishes into the mist. Kakashi steps out in front of the group and says that Zabuza will come after him first. And Sakura asks who he is. Kakashi explains that he's Zabuza Momochi, the ex-leader of the Hidden Mist Assassination Unit. He's a master of the silent killing technique. As the name suggests, it happens in an instant without sound or warning of any kind. At this point, it's showing Zabuza take out an entire group of Leaf Ninja without any of them even knowing what hit them. Right, so this dude's like a, a real badass, right? This is this is a real-life flashback to some real stuff where this dude's going out and taking out entire, you know, groups. I mean, I think it's like six, seven guys here where he's taking them out by himself. So they're dealing with a real savage here. 
Kakashi goes on to say that it's so fast when you pass from this life to the next, uh, you, you pass without even realizing what's happened. The Sharingan cannot fully neutralize it, so don't lower your guard. The kids all gasp and gather themselves, and Kakashi continues, uh, well, if we fail, we only lose our lives. So he's just as cool, cool as a cucumber. All we got to lose is our lives. Sakura screams, how can you say that? And Naruto remarks on how the mist is getting thicker and thicker. And Tazuna remarks that the land of waves is surrounded by ocean and that swirling mists like this are ever-present. And the fog gets so thick that the squadlings lose sight of Kakashi. Sakura calls out Sensei, but there's no response at all. The tension continues to build, and you hear Zabuza's voice go eight points. Larynx, spine, lungs, liver, jugular, subclavian artery, kidneys, heart. Now which will be my kill point? And this pings everyone showing their reaction, and it's general shock out of everybody, right? It also reveals that Kakashi is alright, he's just uh, in the thick of the fog, and Kakashi throws a hand sign and casts a jutsu, and it blows the mist away, right? Just like, uh, from the center point that is Kakashi, sends the energy field out that like blasts the, the, the mist away, right? And so everything's clear for a second, and at this point, Sasuke notices that Kakashi has a blue energy field around him. And Sasuke has a moment of panic where he thinks internally what an intense thirst for blood, one shallow breath, one tiny movement of the eye is enough to bring on instant death. If it goes on like this, I'll go insane. The clash of two Jonin intent to kill? I've never felt anything so chilling. It's as if my own life is being choked off. And at this point, it's showing him, like, standing in a gray, swirling, purgatorial space. It's like his mind has drifted completely away from the battlefield. And he goes on to say, no, I can't bear it. I'd rather take my own life. And he turns the kunai on himself. And just as he turns the kunai on himself, Kakashi yells, Sasuke. And this snaps Sasuke out of it, and he gasps. And Kakashi continues, calm down. I'll protect you with my life. All of you. I will not allow my comrades to die. Trust me. And he looks back at Sasuke and gives a glance of confidence. Just as the squadlings let out a tiny sigh of relief, Zabuza announces, I wouldn't be so sure. And suddenly he appears between all the squadlings and Tazuna and yells, it's over. Kakashi turns and locks his Sharingan eye on Zabuza and leaps and stabs Zabuza right in the stomach. Zabuza starts bleeding, but it's water, and suddenly Zabuza appears behind Kakashi, and Naruto yells out, Sensei, behind you, and just as this happens, the Zabuza that Kakashi had stabbed turns into water and disintegrates into a puddle. And the real Zabuza comes in, comes in for the kill and exclaims, Die! As he swings his mega sword at Kakashi. And he cuts Kakashi completely in half. <laughs> like, it shows him getting cut in half. Uh, and Kakashi's uh, split in two body starts to fall, uh, and it suddenly turns into water. 
right? And Zabuza exclaimed, the water clone jutsu, it can't be. Uh, and at this point, we experience Zabuza flashing back to when he was standing on the water, surrounded by the swirling mist. And he thinks, even in the mist, he saw through my illusion and copied it in an instant. And it shows in his memory, Kakashi turning his Sharingan eye on him. And in the moment, a kunai touches Zabuza's throat. Um, and so, it's neat. Um, he was able to do, he copied him, right? He, he hit him with a, a water clone. Right, every other time it's been a substitution of this and that. Uh, and he, through the fog, saw him cast the signs and do a water clone jutsu. And Kakashi did one right back. Or at least saw it, right? He saw it happen and saw right through it. And uh, in this moment, a kunai touches Zabuza's throat and Kakashi tells him, don't move. And it reveals Kakashi behind Zabuza with the drop on him completely. And he announces, now it's over. And the episode ends. And so, um, yeah, hit him with a water clone and came in from the back. And again, set him up with a counterattack. This dude Kakashi is super duper slick with it, right? And it's neat that this time he did the same thing as in the previous fight, right? Where uh, you, you think you get him, right? Last time they turned him into mincemeat with the chains and then he counterattacked him. This time, uh, he sliced him in half with the Mega Sword, and then he counterattacked him. But this time, it's extra special because instead of just being a regular substitution jutsu, he copied Zabuza and used a water clone. So that's extra cool. I can't wait uh, for Gato to get the business. Fuck a crooked oligarch, right? Like who who wants to deal with Gato? I, I can't wait for the guy to get crushed. Hopefully, he doesn't have some arc that makes him a good guy because I, I would love to see a, a corrupt businessman who's strangling a small nation get his comeuppance. The Land of Waves is a neato place. Uh, the land and the plants and the animals are all different from what you experience around the village and in the leaves. I wonder what happened to the Demon Brothers. Did they uh, get just left tied up? Did they get sent to ninja jail? Did they get killed after interrogation? Will we see more of them? Uh, the bridge is real big and badass. I can't wait to see it finished or if it's going to be finished. I mean, the bridge is humongous, right? So that, that that's real neat. Um, Zabuza's a real badass. We got to see him take out an entire unit of Leaf Ninja without any of them even knowing what hit him. Um, and so uh, that Zabuza is that badass, well, Kakashi made him look silly. And on the subject of Kakashi, what's the deal with Kakashi having the Sharingan whenever he's a Hatsake and not an Uchiha? Um, it's neat that we got to learn a bunch about the Sharingan, right? How the Sharingan is a special visual jutsu, which is known as a dojutsu, uh, and that it's a rare form of dojutsu that occurs within the Uchiha clan. Um, and somehow Kakashi Hatsake has one. Uh, and obviously Sasuke is the last of the clan, right? So it's like Sasuke could get one and Kakashi has one. And the guy who uh, Sasuke wants to destroy out there in the world has one. This has been the first real ninja fight between top-level Jonin that we've gotten to see so far, and it's been real neat, right? Like checkers match, you know, what? a lot of, of counter-punches, right? I didn't, I didn't like the type of... Uh, combat and stuff that, that you're used to seeing in like traditional American cartoons, the way it's playing out, it's pretty neat. 
Sasuke was a fraidy cat this time. The dude panicked to the point that he was considering killing himself. That's so tasteful. I can't wait for uh, Naruto to get to give him his comeuppance for that. I love that Naruto charged straight in this time. He definitely did not run away, even though this was a bigger threat than last time. So, obviously, the, the pledge that he made last time, he stuck to it. I love that uh, Sakura is, like, low-key holding it down the whole time. She's always where she's supposed to be, doing what she's supposed to be doing, even if she's terrified and out of her depth. Um, and, you know, the next big question I would have is, what's next? Is there a bigger bad guy that Gato calls in? Because it's seeming like they've pretty much got this wrapped up, right? So, uh, do they just go deal with Gato now? Does Gato have a, a an, an arrangement of guys at Zabuza's level they're going to throw at this group of guys? Um, I wonder how it's going to play out. It, it should be very interesting. Um, but with that, um, that's pretty much everything I have to say on the episode. Let me know if I missed anything. Uh, participate in the comments. Share the memes. Uh, be friendly, right? The whole point is to be friends. Um, and thank you so much for listening. I'm really looking forward to covering the next episode with you. Thanks so much.